I'm not trying to be dramatic, but I will say this is going to be the most important recruiting weekend Mario Cristobal has had yet at the University of Miami. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, and contributor to allhurricanes.com. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today on a big recruiting week. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. So yes, we still are in celebration mode for Christopher Johnson, the four-star running back who chose the Miami hurricanes over the Ole Miss rebels and others. Dillard high school. Johnson has that game changing speed. We did a whole episode about Johnson on Sunday, so you should check it out wherever you get your audio podcasts and on YouTube. So yes, we still are celebrating Johnson because I think he's going to be a great cane, but the 24-hour rule applies to Locked On Canes as well. We're transitioning away from the Chris Johnson celebration and we're putting our war paint back on because, folks, this is going to be a decisive week on Miami's chances of actually finishing with a top five or even a top three class in recruiting in 2023. Now, we could definitely look back on this class in a few weeks and say, well, you know what? Just being in or around the top 10, that's pretty cool considering a five and seven year. You know, Mario had to work some minor miracles just to be top 10 after five and seven, but that's loser talk, man. I've got my sights set on a potential top five or even a top three class, and that could be closer to a reality by the end of this week. By the end of this week, if the best case scenario plays out on Thursday and Friday, Miami could have a top three class in the country. Or if the worst case scenario plays out by the end of the week, by Friday night, Miami could actually be out of the top eight, just hanging by a thread in the top 10. And then obviously there's a chance that between now and the 21st or the 23rd, really, of December, things could either get better from there or even worse from there. But by the end of the week, you could be staring at the number three recruiting class in the country in the face by the end of this week. So what's at stake this week? Big announcements coming on Thursday afternoon. 4 p.m. and on Friday night, an exact time yet to be determined there. On Thursday, Samson Okunlola, five-star offensive tackle out of Massachusetts Thayer Academy. He's going to be announcing his verbal commitment. I believe it's going to be either through 24-7 or through his social channel at 4 p.m. on Thursday, the 15th of December, this coming Thursday. You guys know how much I love the pancake honcho. I've already got special plans for the kind of show I'm going to do if he chooses Miami. If he doesn't choose Miami, unfortunately, I won't be able to do that special episode. Uh, but this guy is an absolute stud offensive tackle, six foot five, 305 pounds, 305 would seem to be pretty appropriate if he comes down here. 
Uh, he made his Miami official visit, did Sampson, way back in the summer. Uh, and since that time, I think that was in July, uh, he has been considered since then a Miami lean. Uh, and since then, you know, he did turn up in South Florida for an unofficial visit to Miami back in November. So he has been back on campus since. If Miami can add Sampson to this class, you already have some real studs in the offensive line coming in. But if Miami can add Sampson to this class, he, along with Francis Maui Goa, who's the top offensive tackle in the country, who's a Miami verbal commit, you could have between the two of them potentially the top bookend offensive tackles in the entire country together in the same recruiting class and in Miami Hurricanes uniforms for the next several years. The two of them together, I'm allowing myself to dream a little bit here, okay? But, you know, listen, the dream is not that far off because we've already got one and we're a top two finalist for the other. They could help usher in a golden age of O-line play at the University of Miami. I mean, to have bookend tackles like that, you could have the top two tackles in the entire class, both committed to Miami. It almost feels too good to be true, right? Um, so for Samson, though, obviously I can dream and I can hope and, and expect that he could potentially pick Miami this week. But the reality is the Florida Gators have a lot of momentum for Lola. They've gotten him on campus twice in the last few weeks. So he's been to Florida twice since he's been at Miami. And that included an official visit this past weekend. Florida has closed the gap with Miami considerably, right? Because earlier uh, this year, Miami was considered the runaway favorite for Lola, and Florida was way back there in the rearview mirror. They have closed the gap and it's virtually neck and neck, I believe. And some might even argue Florida's slightly ahead. Some would argue Miami's slightly ahead. Uh, the good news coming out of Sampson's official visit this past weekend to Florida, I haven't heard anything about him making a silent commit to Florida. Uh, he's not getting any crystal balls to Florida after the visit. That's usually good news because a lot of times after someone takes an official visit, you get some whispers like, oh, maybe he told the staff he's coming. Uh, I haven't heard anything like that with Sampson. He seems to be keeping his decision pretty close to the vest, okay? And I think that as of today, as of Monday – Nobody can say for sure what Okunlola is going to decide. Um, we might get some more leaks between now and Thursday. We'll kind of see how that plays out. But this could legitimately be a situation where we go into his commitment stream legitimately not knowing which hat he's going to put on. You don't get too many of those these days. Like usually once you actually get to the commitment stream, you're like, well, I, I heard it's going to be this school. Then he puts the hat on. I don't know, man, I mean, unless, you know, we get some massive leaks within the next 72 hours. I don't think anybody knows for sure what hat Lola is going to put on. It's it's more than likely going to be either a Florida hat or a Miami hat. If anybody else can sneak in there, it would be quite the surprise. So we're watching Lola big time. The other one we're watching big time is Ruben Bain. Four-star edge rusher from Miami Central. He's going to be announcing on Friday at some point right before, after, or even during the state championship game. We don't know exactly what time it's happening, but it's happening on Friday. Ruben Bain, he's been a Miami target for years. And yeah, I want him to be a Kane. His nickname is Hurricane. I've been getting uh, optimistic projections on Bain from a Miami side for the last couple of weeks. I was confident enough to put in a Dono ball for Bain. I wasn't confident enough to put in a Dono ball for Samson, but I am for Bain. Uh, I believe Hurricane Bain is going to be a hurricane indeed, okay? But 
he did just take an official visit to Florida State, his other finalist, and it seems like everybody on that FSU visit had a good time. Another Miami target, Conrad Hussey, was on uh, a Florida State official visit as well. Uh, but Bain, he checks off all the boxes. Um, this is an upstanding young man. I know that some people are frustrated. Why has he waited this long to make his – if he was really a cane, he would have announced it months ago or years ago. Guys, everyone goes through the process their own way. It's, it's the biggest decision of his life to this point. I'm going to let him make it the way he wants to make it, and I'm going to let him make it on his timeline, not on my timeline, all right? And no matter how frustrated you guys, some of you might be because he's waited this long, I still want young Bane to be a hurricane, okay? I think he's a great young man and obviously a fantastic player. He's a human sack machine, okay? Uh, I want to keep this guy home in the 305. Uh, so he's announcing at some point around or during the state championship game, Miami Central taking on Plantation American Heritage. Uh, so if the best case scenario plays out this week, folks, if Miami is able to land both Okunlola on Thursday and Bain on Friday, and if they keep the rest of their class intact without any flips or decommits this week, the best case scenario is the Miami Hurricanes can have the third ranked class in the entire country per 24-7 by the end of the evening on Friday. If Miami can add Okun Lola and Bain this week, that would bring Miami to 25 verbal commits. Chris Johnson on Sunday was the 23rd. Uh, and that would bring Miami to a 293.18 score on 24-7. So that would have them right behind only Alabama and Georgia. Miami would have the third-ranked class. That's the best-case scenario. The worst-case scenario for this week is Miami obviously missing out on Okun Lola on Thursday if he chooses Florida over Miami, and then missing out on Bain on Friday if he chooses Florida State over Miami while also, and we're going to talk more about these on the other side, but there's also a, a, a real chance, but an outside chance, that Miami could potentially lose commitments from Antoine Jackson, who apparently has reopened his commitment, or Connor Liu, who might flip to Auburn. So in that scenario, if Miami doesn't get Sampson or Bain, and if they lose Jackson or Connor Lou, and if either of those guys do drop out of the class, it may not necessarily happen this week. It could happen later, you know, next week. But just hear me out for the worst case scenario. In that scenario, if you miss out on two and you lose two, that would take Miami's score down to a 275.4 on 24-7. And that would drop Miami behind Clemson into the number nine class in the nation just ahead of Tennessee. So, uh, And also, if Tennessee picks up a couple commits this week, uh, they could jump ahead of Miami. So you could be outside the top eight or even outside the top ten by the end of this weekend. So that's why I say this is the most important recruiting weekend to date for Mario Cristobal. And you know we're going to have episodes all over the place, right? When we're talking about Samson on Thursday, whether we get him or not, Bain on Friday, whether we get him or not, we're going to be talking about these players all week long on Locked on Kane. So, okay, I mentioned a couple of verbal commits that are risks to possibly decommit or flip. I do want to talk about them on the other side, plus some good, great journalism by Matt Shodell of On3 and Gabby Arudia of 24-7, who both really opened my eyes with a couple of, uh, of scoops that they had within the last couple of days on their respective sites. So my friends, keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes.
And make sure if you're a small business owner, you're keeping it locked to LinkedIn jobs. Every new potential hire feels like a high stakes wager for your small business. Yeah, you want to be 100% certain you have access to the best qualified candidates. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile and spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools there like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and ultimately hire. Small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors, and they're number one for a reason. Find out why. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college and post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So, yeah, part of this uh, this big recruiting week is, you know, hoping to keep a couple of players that you have verbally committed. Let's start with Antoine Jackson. Um, he's he's doing that thing now where you know, it's the four star safety out of Dillard. He's starting to like, you know, send out the cryptic tweets. Like he sent out a tweet of like, I, I don't, I feel like a buffoon when I'm trying to break down emojis. <laughs> like I'm almost 40 and I'm like trying to decipher. He, he, he tweeted out an emoji of like a dude walking. So I don't, I don't know if that means he's walking away from something, if he's walking towards something. Ah. Oh. I feel like such a loser when I'm trying to break down emojis, but this is this is where we are when you're talking recruiting. Like you, you have to you have to look at social media if you want to have a good grasp on what's going on. But anyway, Antoine Jackson, you know, I, I love him. I hope he ends up being a cane when it's all said and done. And, you know, for what it's worth, his close friend, Chris Johnson, just committed to Miami. Right. I mean, they're they're high school teammates and good pals. So I would hope that Johnson committing to Miami, the four-star running back, would even further convince Jackson to keep his commitment to Miami. We'll have to see how that one plays out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Jackson's been acting a little flaky lately. He just took a visit this past weekend to East Carolina. That's where his girlfriend is enrolling. I believe she's an athlete and she's enrolling in East Carolina. So he just took a visit there. Uh, I don't know for sure if like he's going to end up at ECU and if he ends up at ECU just to follow a girlfriend. I mean, I don't know. That's I hope he knows what he's going and what he's getting into, if that's the case. But he does apparently want to keep his options open and he might end up pushing back his actual signing until February. So he might kind of reopen his options and and wait until late signing day. Um, I don't know what is ultimately going on here, but suddenly uh, out of all of Miami's verbal commits, Jackson and Connor Lou, who we're going to talk about, Connor Lou just visited Auburn. They seem to be the least solid out of the bunch. So, you know, and, and Jackson, he has to remember something. It's a two way street. Like if he decides to reopen his commitment for the next two months, Mario Cristobal is going to do the same. Like if Jackson decides, you know what, I'm going to take my time to decide on Miami, that scholarship that they have earmarked for you might not be there in February. So keep that in mind, because I know if Jackson's going to keep his options open, Mario Cristobal will keep his options open as well. This is way too important of a class to nail it, to wait around for some young guy. And listen, 17, 18 years old, uh, I get it. It's hard to make up your mind, but if he's, taking a while to make up his mind Mario Cristobal can move on as well 
Um, center uh, Connor Liu, interior offensive lineman, verbal commit, who I like a lot. I've, I've called this young man the best center in the class. I hope he sticks. He may not stick. He just took an official visit to Auburn, and Auburn, they're trying hard to flip him from Miami. And it's it's a difficult time for them because they just made the coaching change. Hugh Freeze came in. They've lost some of their commits. Some of their other commits may not be that solid. They've only got 12 verbal commits in their class of 2023 right now. This is the kind of stuff that can happen when you have a new coach who just got on campus a couple of weeks ago, and he's desperately trying to fill out the class. And, you know, they do have, I think, out of their 12 verbal commitments, two of those are interior offensive linemen. I think that's all the linemen they have right now lined up is just two guys. They're trying to get Lou, and, and why not? He's, you know, arguably the best center in the entire country. Um, I do understand that Alex Mirabal is going to do an in-home visit with Lou this week to try and salvage the relationship, but that's definitely one to watch if he potentially decides to to flip uh, to Auburn. So don't say I didn't warn you, all right? Um, really, really good uh, journalism by a couple of guys that I really respect. I think everyone was looking for the inside scoop on what really happened with Cormani McLean. Right. With all the Alabama rumors over the last week, is he going to flip to the Crimson Tide? Uh, this is incredible what Matt Shodell uh, posted Kane Sport at on three. Uh, so T. Rob, Travaris Robinson, defensive backs coach at Bama, he did go down to Lakeland to try and set up a visit with Cormani. Here's what really happened. Robinson, this is per Matt Shodell, spent the day at the school, never got a face-to-face -face meeting with McLean. After school was football practice with the team preparing for its state title run, Robinson attended that also, watching on intently as McLean went through his drills. At the end of practice, McLean did special teams work fielding punts. As he came off the field, T-Rob approached and struck up a conversation to gauge McLean's interest. Robinson was tasked with uh, seeing if McLean would be interested in taking an official visit to Alabama that weekend. Why not at least check it out, right? Well, make sure all of your options are open before signing, right? Well, McLean, he had scheduled an ACT for Saturday. He could have rescheduled easily, but there was no need. McLean knew he was going to Miami. The conversation with T-Rob was short and to the point. McLean went to the locker room, changed, and went home. And that was all there was to it. So... That just goes to show you how easy it is to start a rumor, all right? So, like, T-Rob, he goes down to Lakeland to try and spark something up with McLean, and just, it went nowhere, died on the vine. And yet, just him being down there gets everybody talking. It gets the Alabama boards talking. It gets the Miami boards talking. It gets the Florida boards talking because they're obsessed with Miami, even though at this point this has nothing to do with them. They're always going to be talking about Miami. And at the end of the day, like nothing really happened down there. So I love it. Cormani McLean is going to be a Miami Hurricane. Fantastic. And another piece of great journalism. I love this dude so much. Gabby Urudia from 24-7. He had a conversation with Seven McGee. So Seven McGee, Oregon wide receiver who's in the transfer portal. And this one's been clear as day for the last several weeks. Seven wants to be a cane. This guy wants to be a cane, but as of right now, Miami doesn't have a spot for him. And Mario Cristobal was completely upfront, open, and honest with this dude. So uh, he came down for an unofficial meeting. It was on his dime. 
He wants to be a hurricane, but he left Miami without an offer. This is what McGee told Gabby Arudia. He said, me and Cristobal did talk. As of now, he didn't offer. He's a man of his word. I've been rocking with Cristobal since 2017, 2018. He has all these commits and recruits coming in, and primarily you guys need more outside receivers, he says, than inside guys, which is what McGee is. And he's right, right? Miami has slot guys through the roof. They need outside guys. Uh, and he says, and you guys have a lot of commits coming in. When he says you guys, he's talking about Miami. He told me straight up, he wants me here and he wants me to be a cane, but he doesn't know right now because he has guys coming in. I told him, I do want to be a cane. I told him that twice, McGee said. We talked for a cool minute and I have not made a decision about where I want to go to school. Yes, I have other looks, but I told him I want to play for him. I asked when I was, he asked when I was going to make my decision and I told him, I was going to make my decision based on what he wants to do, being Mario. If he's going to offer me in the next week or so, then I'll be committed to the U. If not, I'll have to go somewhere. That's what it's looking like, he said. Um, and then he continues on Mario. Uh, being around Cristobal and understanding what he's trying to do. He's a man of his word. He's straightforward, and he knows how to get the job done. A lot of people may criticize Cristobal because they don't know Cristobal. They're just fans on the outside looking in. When you go to a program as a first-year head coach, it's not always going to be as you plan. Sometimes you got to rebuild. I wanted to come to Miami and help rebuild the U back to what the U is supposed to be. It would be a great opportunity for me, but again, Cristobal understands his players, wants to develop them as men, fathers someday, and just people to be role models in the world. Just not even playing football, just in general. Just really wanted to be there for Cristobal and playing for him would be a great dream come true. That's Seven McGee talking about Cristobal in Miami. <laughs> Is it just me? Or hearing this dude talk about Cristobal in the program, I want him to be a cane. Like, I'm rooting for this to work out. Like, I love the fact that he's not sour or salty about Mario not offering or not being able to offer him right now. Like, he totally understands it. He appreciates the honesty, but he wants to be a hurricane. Like, I want to find a spot for this dude because this dude gets it. This dude has the type of attitude and perspective we need in the Miami program. So whether or not Seven McGee ever becomes a cane, I can't say for sure. It's looking like it probably won't happen for him, but I want this dude in a Miami Hurricanes uniform. All right, when we come back, we got to talk about a Florida State defensive tackle who just visited Miami, a potential portal option, and where Miami stands for four-star running back Mark Fletcher out of American Heritage. We'll talk about it right after we talk about Simply Safe. At Locked on Canes, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Canes listeners 40% off a new security system. But do not put this off, guys. I've been using Simply Safe for the last several months. My favorite thing is how I feel so secure with the technology. Guys, from my smartphone, I can turn my system on and off. I can lock, unlock my doors. I can watch my HD security cameras right there on my phone, no matter where I am in the world. That is the ultimate feeling of security that Simply Safe will bring to you. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report. And that was for the third year in a row. Simply Safe is whole. 
home security with advanced sensors for every room, window and door, HD security cameras for outside and inside, smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Do not miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We're part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So uh, a couple of Miami targets just visited the Florida Gators this past weekend. I mentioned Samson Okunlola. You know, they had my man in their finest Motel 6. He got to ride in a, in a rented Lamborghini. That looked really fun. They also had Mark Fletcher four-star running back out of heritage on an official visit. Uh, I don't think this is good news. This is definitely not good news. Steve Wiltfong from 24 seven sports. I call him the grim reaper because if he drops a crystal ball for somebody else, it means you're probably not getting that player. And Wiltfong just dropped a crystal ball for Mark Fletcher to the Florida Gators early this morning. The grim reaper has spoken. Uh, so Fletcher just took his OV to Florida. Uh, and also, you know, Miami just landed a verbal commitment from a different running back. And obviously, we like Chris Johnson a lot. I'd like to have them both. I'd like to have Thunder and Lightning because Johnson, with his speed and explosiveness, is Lightning. Mark Fletcher, with his size and power, he is Thunder. I would love to have them both. But Fletcher is now being strongly projected the Florida Gators. Um, he does still have an official visit planned to Miami this coming weekend. So if he were to cancel that visit, then that's obviously writing on the wall. It means Gators all the way. Um, so, yeah, I, I will take it, though, on the flip side, I will take it as good news that Fong dropped a crystal ball for Fletcher coming out of that visit, but not for Samson Okunlola, who also visited. I think Miami is still the slight favorite for Samson, but Florida is definitely the favorite right now for Mark Fletcher. Um, I was told by someone that I trust uh, in Gainesville that it's at least 70-30 in Florida's favor for Fletcher right now. At least it might be 80-20. Um, but again, Miami is likely going to have that official visit with Fletcher this weekend. That could turn this thing on its head, right? Depending on how that official visit goes, Miami needs to nail that official visit this weekend. You know, we know how these 18-year-olds are that, uh, you know, decision-making, uh, they can be swayed pretty easily from one side to the other sometimes. So we'll see how that Miami official visit goes. Miami needs to hit that one out of the park this weekend. But, yeah, I'm, I'm very glad we landed Chris Johnson. And uh, momentum is definitely on Florida's side for Mark Fletcher. Uh, meanwhile, we know Miami needs defensive tackles. Um, Miami got a visit from Florida State DT. He's in the transfer portal, Jarrett Jackson. He's got one year of eligibility left, so he's got the sort of like age and experience you might be looking for. Uh, and Jarrett Jackson, he says Miami is the leader in the clubhouse for him. He's six foot five, two hundred ninety pounds. He's from Palm Beach Gardens, so nearby the area. Uh, and yeah, he said after his visit this weekend, Miami told him flat out, "We need." defensive tackles we have needs there um unfortunately though for us if we end up basically trading daryl jackson for Jarrett jackson florida state wins that trade um you know i'm 
I'm not completely sold on Jarrett as being a difference maker. I, I think we'd be very fortunate if he was a difference maker. Um, like he's got some potential here, but he's been hampered by injuries during his college career. But the good news is since he only has one year of eligibility left, like you're only gambling one year with the scholarship. If he does end up coming here, you know, if, if it doesn't work out, you know, after one year he moves on, you move on. But there's definitely a need of defensive tackle because the only returning defensive tackles for Miami are, uh, as far as I can tell, Leonard Taylor, Jared Harrison Hunt, Jake Lichtenstein, and Ahmad Moten. Uh, we also do have Joshua Horton on the way in as a true freshman. He just won a state championship in Georgia. Congratulations to him and Langston Hughes High School. So I'm excited for Joshua Horton. But obviously, you know, you could only necessarily depend on true freshmen to do so much. I'd like to add some veteran presences to that class as well. Um, you know, speaking of transfer portal, uh, I, I got something wrong on one of the episodes I did this weekend. I mentioned, um, I think it was on Saturday's episode um, about JV on Cohen. He is visiting the offensive lineman from Bama has not visited yet. I thought he was on campus uh, this past weekend. He's coming on Wednesday. So JV on Cohen, who I think is Miami's top target in the transfer portal, you know, he plays or has played left guard at Alabama. He could play tackle as well. He's got that sort of size and movement. Um, but he he has not visited yet. Look for him to visit midweek. So it's going to be a really, really busy week at the U. Strap yourselves in for a fun time. And guys, thank you so much for supporting the show. If you're listening to the audio version, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your pods. And if you haven't checked out the video version yet, search Locked on Canes on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to our channel and hit the thumbs up button. And yeah, make sure you make your second listen, Locked on Sports Today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you guys again tomorrow on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day.